For the best audio experience, and to avoid embarrassment, we strongly suggest you use headphones whilst listening to Bubble and Squeak. Hi, I'm Peter Santoscano, and this is Bubble and Squeak, a podcast with uncanny sounds, funny interludes, and stories, most weird, many true. Okay, here's Season 2, Episode 8. Our show today comes in three parts. Part one, Canadian actress Sadie Fay on being a professional patient and training to be an intimacy coordinator. Part two, speaking Afrikaans in Pretoria. And part three, a sound slice from a raucous burlesque drag show. I recently spoke with Sadie Fay from her home in Toronto, Canada. I am an actor and improviser, and I'm currently studying towards my certification as an intimacy coordinator. I am mixed race, which is really important to me, especially in the last year. I've been really exploring what that means to me, sort of untangling the knot of internal confusion that has grown as a result of being mixed and and not exploring it or or holding space for it that is i think the main identity that i present right now and i'm also queer i went to niagara college in welland ontario and i studied acting for film and television after graduating i moved to toronto to be an actor in the big city and i did a lot of training at the second city toronto I completed their conservatory program, which is a year of improv and sketch training that culminates in a two-hour sketch review performed on the main stage at Second City that my troupe wrote ourselves. She sat in her closet for the rest of the interview to get the best sound quality. As an actor, Sadie has grown accustomed to filling all sorts of unconventional spaces. I am a standardized patient which is a great job for an actor because you get to use your actor skills like at your day job and get paid. I have worked with students studying police foundations, social work, sonography, radiological technology. I am the person that shows up in their class when they need a human being to practice with. If they're practicing patient scenarios or for the police foundation students, community care or also arrest scenarios or couples counseling scenarios and they need real humans to do this with. I show up to work I'm given a character breakdown. For example with the social work students I have done a scenario with another actor where we're there as a couple to receive couples counseling. We were both given breakdowns of our characters and of our relationship. It's as if we were going for a one-hour couples counseling session. And the students were kind of tagging out every 10 minutes to take turns being the counselor. It was a chance for us to show our dysfunctional relationship. Our, Our first week in that class would be as if it was our first ever counseling session. And then the next week, we'd come back as if it was five or 10 weeks later. We were there to show how much we'd grown together as a couple. And I love this work because A, it's dramatic improv, which is my favorite improv, but 
it's a chance for me to explore emotions, sometimes dark emotions, in a safe space, in a way that I can control because it's improv and I'm in charge of, you know, what's happening. And really feel like with another actor, kind of these gross feelings that I wouldn't want to feel in real life, but I get to sort of process them. Sometimes they don't really need an actor. They just need a living body. Uh, For example, with the scenography students, I show up and I lie down on a table and then student after student comes in and one at a time gives me an ultrasound. And there are no medical side effects to receiving multiple ultrasounds. Literally, all I do is lie there and they tell me when to breathe in and breathe out. And the hardest part is trying not to fall asleep. It's a great job because it pays very well and it's very easy. (laughs) I feel very fortunate to have that job. It gets tricky because they are looking at my bladder and they need my bladder to be like a very specific level of full. So (laughs) they'll tell me to drink water before showing up and then either... I haven't drank enough water, so I have to chug some and kind of do a lap around the building and then come back. Or I've drank in like way too much water and they give me a little styrofoam cup and then I have to like pee out a specified number of styrofoam cups of water and still leave a full bladder. I am studying to be an intimacy coordinator, which if you don't know is similar to a stunt coordinator except instead of being there for stunt scenes intimacy coordinators are there for scenes of intimacy and are there to make sure that the scene while being as realistic as possible and as rewarding as possible for everyone there filming it is also as safe as possible and specifically that the actors who are filming it have their boundaries respected and adhered to I am training through Centauri Co., which is based out of L.A. It's run by three people, Mia Schachter, Yehuda Duenas, and Jiminika Eborn. They are my trainers, and I expect to be certified in the next couple months, which is very exciting. So a scene of intimacy could be nudity, could be simulated sex, could be implied sex. For example, when you see a couple in bed and it's assumed that they've just had sex but we didn't actually see the sex scene could be a birth could be with covid something like a peck on the cheek where people's boundaries are changing around how comfortable that feels i think actors boundaries are not being respected and actors are not in a position of power on sets and power dynamics can make it even harder for them to present their boundaries and present know when they feel uncomfortable with something. In the casting call, it doesn't specify that you have a simulated sex scene and then you, it's not in your audition, and then you get the part. You show up on set and they're like, okay, we're filming your, you know, you're naked now, or we're filming your simulated sex scene now. And as an actor, getting a gig is a huge deal. And there's this real fear that saying no will cost you that job future jobs with the director or anyone else working. So intimacy coordinators exist to be in actors' corners as someone there that they can say no to and who will help everyone present recognize and adhere to their boundary, which A, just increases 
safety, but B, we'll get better work from the actors. If you're on set and you're feeling unsafe and uncomfortable, you're not going to be able to access your emotional toolkit as an actor. You're not going to be able to be authentic in your work because you're going to be focused on surviving that moment. But once you don't have to focus on your survival because you know that you're taken care of and you know that if you say no, it's going to be respected, then an actor can really sink into the work and give a, a better performance. I'm producing this podcast episode from South Africa, where my husband and I have been living for almost 10 months. First, we were in a village called Waterfallbofen, and now we're in the city of Pretoria. I've been studying languages, including Afrikaans, and <laughs> I decided to go onto TikTok and share my Afrikaans skills, and now I have over 22,000 followers, most of whom are from South Africa and Namibia. My first step has been to learn how to introduce myself and master small talk. Hello, my name is Peterson. Akas van Amerika af, maar ak fuentans in Pretoria, South Africa. Ak prober my pes om Afrikaans te leer. They often ask me, "What's a work doing, yai?" Ak vervaardig radio dokumentera, and then they want to know, "Well, what kind? What's a type of programa?" Ak skip a program or climate verandering, and anderien han or reis, and ak verfartig a podcast or de Bible. South Africa is a prachtig land, and de mensa is baie vriendelik. Let me set the scene for you. It's October 2019 in the sleepy town of Milton, Pennsylvania. I arrived and the Milton Art Bank was jammed, packed with people. This first fringe festival featured burlesque dancers and drag kings, including host Wang Newton. We were practically sitting on top of each other, laughing and cheering as a single organism, and Wang called audience members in all states of dress and undress <laughs> to the stage. I want to just quickly say that if you are in drag or if you feel you dressed up a little bit more than usual today for the theme, please come up to the stage. Yeah. Anybody feel, and that's okay, if you feel you like, what is this? You get your booty over here.
spelled C-U-N-T-A-G-E-S. Dixie, do you lie? Week is written and produced by me, Peterson Toscano. I mostly make the show for me and for my Afrikaans tutor, Keen. The Bubble and Squeak theme song is Worthless by the Jelly Rocks from the album Bang and Whimper. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to music. Learn more about Sadie Faye at sadiefay.com. Check out the wild time we had at the Milton Art Bank on their past events page. Visit miltonartbank.com and learn more about the performance force of nature known as Wang Newton at wangnewton.com. Feel free to say hi to me on Twitter at P2Sun, the letter P, the number two, S-O-N, at P2Sun. Oh, and thanks for listening. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.